Hello, and welcome to another episode of Renee's Harmony. So it's Wednesday evening. It's approximately 7.50 p.m. And I had two topics I wanted to talk about. But what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to wrap each one of these topics into one podcast. So bear with me. First of all, let's check in. How are you doing? Are you ready for the holidays? Are you not ready for the holidays? How are you feeling about approaching the holidays? You know, the holidays can be a great time for many, and for some, it can be a very exhausting and stressful time. So I'd just like to say before I begin, be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. Smile, say good morning, good evening, hold a door for someone, just be kind. That one act of kindness can go so far for just one person. And your act of kindness may result in them doing an act of kindness for someone else. Think about it. You ever be driving somewhere and you allow someone to get into the traffic they're trying to get in and you allow them to get in front of you? And then you notice later on that same person allows someone else to get in front of them? That's what I mean by that act of kindness. It does happen. So let me ask you this before I get started. What are you willing to do for five minutes of fame? And I want you to hold on to that question. And I want you to think about that question. Now, I'm not going to talk about that in this podcast But I want you to reflect on that question while I talk about self-reflection this evening. I'm going to read something to you. What do you see? I remember this day as if it was yesterday. I know what I was thinking, how I felt how the secret had impacted my life. Stolen moments had taken me to highs and lows. I never thought would end. How often have you looked at your reflection or been lost in time and wondered and wondered, how did I get here? As you take a moment to reflect, be kind to yourself and don't dwell on what you should have done differently. Self-reflection and self-love is important. Now what I'd like for you to do is I would like for you to look in the mirror. Look at your reflection. What do you see? When those thoughts come to mind, I want you to write down what you're feeling. And I want you to write down why are you feeling that way? 
What was it that you saw in your self-reflection that made you feel that way? Was it you? Was it the things that you saw in the mirror? Was it your environment? Were there people around you? What was it that made you feel the way that you did? You know, you've heard me talk about self-love and how self-love is not always easy work because it's not. It's about digging real deep inside and having those hard conversations about yourself. So when you think about self-reflection, where does your mind go? Do you automatically go to negative experiences, negative thoughts about yourself? Or are you the type of person that automatically goes to the good? And if you're the type of person that goes to the negative, why do you think you go to the negative? What is it? that makes you go there. So write that down. What is it that makes me go to the negative first when I think about myself? Because that's the part of the self-love that you need to be working on. You know, we need to be so careful, so careful how we speak about ourselves. Our brain hears all of that conversation. And I never thought about it until I started on this journey and through all my studies and my readings that I've been doing and doing the work myself, working on my own, you know, my own life's journey. Thinking about how conversations that you have with yourself or the way you you talk about yourself can impact your brain and impact your health and can have such a negative effect and I look back at times where I'm like I was so hard on myself but why was I saying so many of those negative things so one day what I did was I wrote down on a piece of paper some very tough situations I had been through in my life. And what I remembered about each of those situations, what were my thoughts? And what were those words? And I was amazed at how long the list was. And I was amazed at how I had been so cruel to me when I should have been loving on me and saying to myself, it's okay, we're going to get through this. Okay, so now what, what's our next step? Having that motivation and that determination. You know, motivation determines what you do. And then your attitude 
determines how well you're going to do it. I should have been believing in myself and never giving up, regardless of anything. Regardless of anything that would have happened. But instead, I did something totally different. And that's what really changed how I looked at a lot of situations and how I reacted to a lot of situations. And I am so glad that now I've done the work that I need to do to continue on this journey and share my experiences with all of you. Because if my journey helps your journey, then that means the world to me. Because I do believe that anything is possible. And right now we're in a situation where the world is just gone and like they say, hell in a handbasket. It's chaotic, it's stressful, it's everything you can imagine. We need to have a safe space for ourselves. We need to be able to protect ourselves. Protect that inner child. Let that inner child know, I'm here. I've I've got you, I've got your back. And as we do the self-love, self-reflection work, we don't just do the work and write down in our journals and in our gratitude journals how we're feeling at that moment. No, we need to go back and look at the work that we did. And then chart your progress. Are you improving? Did you go backwards? What was the trigger that made you go backwards? Try this for a week. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. Take some time from social media and put that time into yourself. And work on whatever it is you feel that you need to work on. Now you may say, I don't need to work on anything. Here's my challenge to you. What is it that you're doing in your life that makes you feel that way? And is what you're doing in your life that's making you feel that way something that you think can help someone else? Are you sharing that? Or are you keeping that to yourself? Self-reflection is important because it helps us to identify our strengths and our weaknesses and to become more self-aware. It helps us to identify our areas of growth
and develop and to develop a plan to improve. You know, growth is always good, but here's the thing about growth. Growth doesn't always is not always vertical. Sometimes growth can be a seesaw. It can go up and down. It's still growth. Failures can become our biggest lessons. That's growth. It also allows us to gain insight into our motivations. So let me, and motivations and values. So let me stop there for a minute. What motivates you? Write it down. Pull out that gratitude journal. Pull out your, your love yourself journal. Pull out your journals. What motivates you? And is it your values that motivate you? Is it your values the reason why you have the attitude that you have? Are your values the reason why you have the self-reflection that you do? Are you projecting anything from your values? What are your values? Let me go back to my question. What are you willing to do for five minutes of fame? So we talk about you gain insight into your motivations and your values. But think about this. When you do self-reflection, it'll also help you to make better decisions. Self-reflection is so powerful and you don't realize how powerful it is. But it's a powerful tool that can help you gain a better understanding of yourself and your place in the world. Let me repeat that. Your place in this huge world that we live in. Where, where do you stand in this world? Where do you think your place is in this world? How do you see yourself in this world? How do you show up for the world? I'm not, I'm not talking about your professional career right now. I'm just talking about your personal life. We'll, we'll get to you know, careers and profession later on. But I'm talking about you as a person. How do you show up? Write a couple of thoughts down on that one for me. Because I'm going to want you to go back to that and read what you wrote in a week. Now on the same piece of paper, put on the mar- in the margin career and personal and professional whether you're an entrepreneur you work in corporate America whatever it is how do you show up there now do a comparison are you the same person or do you show up different now it's very understandable that you may show up different in your corporate life or your entrepreneurial life than you do from your personal life totally understand that But do you stand on your values in both? 
It's all about self-reflection and self-love. Are you willing to give up your values for something else? Are you willing to give up your values for five minutes of fame? Think about that. It could also help you to understand the impact that you have on others, whether it be friends, family, significant other, that impact that you have, and to become more effective in communication. Do you know your love language? Do you know how to communicate with different people in your family? Not everyone that you communicate with, you communicate with them the same way. You, your interactions are different. But in your interactions, how do you feel in each one? Think about someone that you have a difficult time communicating with. And I want you to look in the mirror as you think of this person. What's the reflection that you see back? Did your facial expression change? Did you frown? Did you smile? Did it bring you joy? Did it bring you anxiety? How do you feel? Now, if it's a person that brings you some, a little bit of stress, and it can be a difficult situation to deal with, that's the self-love I want you working on. And compare it to someone that brings you that joy, that excitement, that tingle on the inside. How can you switch it? Now, I'm not saying about a loving relationship. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm just talking about the how it makes you feel. Can we change that experience? For me, what I've decided to do and something that I've discovered in my journey, my life's journey, is to meet people where they are. No, I don't let, allow people to run over me, but to meet people where they are. And when you meet people where they are, you will be amazed of how your interactions will change for the better. Try this in your personal life, but also try it in your professional life. I want you to journal about one of those experiences once you try this. Now, it's not always easy because we have a tendency to allow our triggers to bring us back to where we were before. But if you're willing to do the work, and we have to do the work, if you're willing to do that work, it will become so easy. And even when that trigger goes off, as I snap my fingers, you'll be able to just take in a deep breath and breathe and deal with it in such a different way on a different level. Now keep this in mind as well. Too much 
Self-reflection sometimes can be detrimental. Too much self-reflection can lead to negative self-talk or feelings of anxiety and depression. So as you're doing this work, that's the piece right there that I don't want you to do. I don't want you to say, well, I'm this and I'm that and, you know, I'm such a failure. I can't do anything right. I, I can't, you know, I can't make more money. I can't get that job I want. You know, I cannot lose this weight. Can't, 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 can't. Any negative words that you have in there, I want you to take those negative words out and replace them with positive words, positive energy. The purpose of doing self-reflection and self-love going on this journey is not that you get in a depressive state, but it's to help you to see that you belong, that you matter. The universe does not tell you no. You are the one that is saying no. The universe is endless. The universe can be inspirational. Believe in yourself. Anything is possible. Live every moment. Laugh every day. And love beyond words. Be amazing every day. I have those words on my wall. When I walk down my stairs, it says, be amazing today. And that's my mindset. Be amazing. And then while I'm working out, how am I going to be amazing today? What am I going to do different today than I did yesterday? And let's not forget, celebrate. Celebrate your victories. Celebrate your failures because those are going to be the best lessons ever. I know there's going to be, there may be pain with those failures, but wipe your tears, get back up, and know there's not anything in this world that you cannot do. Can't should not be in your vocabulary. Sometimes self Reflection and self-love can lead to feelings of loneliness or isolation as we may feel that no one understands our struggle. But that's okay. We need to understand our struggle so that we know how to operate in the world. Okay? Not everybody's going to understand us. Not everybody's going to get us. That's okay. And here's the other thing I would, I would share Sometimes you don't need to share yourself with everyone. Sometimes you may need to have those boundaries. That's okay too. Self-reflection, like I've said earlier, is a powerful tool, but you should balance it with positive self-talk and connections with others. When you spend a lot of time looking at the great things that you can accomplish, It's important to take time to do self-reflection, but do it in a way that is constructive 
and helps you to grow and learn. Stephen Richard wrote, Stop comparing yourself with others. If they are good at something, I'm reading this slow, if they are good at something, you too are good at something else. Self-confidence is not measured by your own capabilities versus that of others, but by your own needs. Your needs are different from someone else. Your capabilities are different from someone else. So when you're scrolling on social media, stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Look in the mirror. Your biggest competition is you. So let me go back to my first question. What do you see? And what would you do for five minutes of fame? I will chat with you next time. Ciao, ciao. Good evening, and welcome to Renee's Harmony. I hope that your November was one that brought you joy, peace, serenity, growth, smiles, wealth, blessings, time with family and friends, Whatever it was that you wanted to manifest, I hope that it brought you that and even more. So I was going to record this show last night, but sometimes life happens and things happen where we have to adjust. Now, I could have done a couple of things. I could have gotten upset about it and really had a whole lot of anxiety because I wanted it to post last night or I could have just did just like I did. I needed to take care of me. I needed to take care of what was going on with me so that I could feel better today and be able to do all the things that I needed to do and what I didn't accomplish last night. Now, I did take a break this morning from working out because I thought that was important to reset my body. You don't know when you're going to get sick, right? Sometimes you get sick and it just comes out of nowhere. And that's what happened to me last night. You know, I got sick and I just wasn't able to do some of the things that I needed to do. I'm feeling much better now. And now it's just time to refocus. I was able to reset today, didn't overdo it because I'm still, you know, on the mend. And I know by learning my body and learning what I need to do to get better has been important for me. I don't let other people rush me. 
I don't let other distractions take me away from what I need to do to heal myself. So keep that in mind. Make sure if you unfortunately get sick, put yourself first. It's okay to say no to everybody else. Put yourself first and give yourself and your mind, body, and soul time to heal. You need all of that aligned. So what I want to talk to you about today is in reference to a post that I saw on Instagram. And this post was on anxiety positive. I'm going to give people credit. I would never take credit for something that I did not do. And was one of their posts. And on the top of the post, it says, things to unlearn. And I took a look at several of these things on this post. And matter of fact, there were eight of them. And before I reveal to you what the eight were that were posted, I'm going to ask you a question. Pull out your journal or your notebook, whatever you use when you're listening to my show. And I want you to think about what are some things that you need to unlearn? Write that down. What are some things that you need to unlearn? And you don't have to do complete sentences. Write down some words, just just one word. You'll know what that word means to you and why you feel you need to unlearn that. And for now, think of two. Later on, I want you to go back to that list and think of more, if you have any more, okay? So one of the items that was on this post that was listed was the fear of failure. And it was the first one on the post. And I said to myself, that's interesting. The fear of failure is the first one. How many of you did not venture out or you had an idea and you decided not to do that idea or there was a job that you wanted to apply for and you decided not to? You decided not to do something you wanted to do or you allowed someone to talk you out of it because you feared that you would fail. How many times have you done that? I know in my professional life, there have been many a times that I was afraid of failure. So I didn't put myself out there like I should have. Now, I'm not going to cry over spilt milk, but some of the hardest lessons that we learn come from failures, right? So. What I want you to do is take that fear and I want you to turn it around. Okay, now we have the word failure in there as well. Your failures should always be a lesson. So when you fail, should you fail, understand the why. But what was the lesson you got out of it? And then celebrate that. And then also think about Why were you fearful? 
fearful? Did you fail because of the fear that you had? Why was there failure? And why do we fear failure? You know, the only person that you need to make happy and the only person you need to impress is yourself. Don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about what other people, you know, their opinions of you. That, that's not your business. That's theirs. That's a reflection of them, not a reflection of you. So I want to talk about the next one, and I'm not going to take these in order. Not celebrating yourself. Now, I am saying that as number two because I have a tendency to do that all of the time. For some reason, I have always had an issue with telling my story or celebrating who I am. And it's taken me many years to realize there's nothing wrong with me celebrating myself. Now, it doesn't always have to be because you accomplished a goal or you accomplished something or you um, maybe you, you opened up your first business and you're celebrating, you know, you're celebrating that. But what you're celebrating is the opening of the business. How are you going to celebrate yourself within that, that success of what you just did in opening up that business or you wrote a book? How are you going to celebrate you? So separate the materialistic from yourself, who you are, and celebrate you. There's nothing wrong with that. Remember, you want to be able to tell your story so that nobody else can tell it and get it wrong, right? I know I don't celebrate myself a whole lot for whatever reason, but I've learned to get better at it. And you're going to see where that's going to even become more so. Now, the other thing I want to say is just because someone celebrates themselves doesn't make them selfish, self-centered, or a narcissist. Those are totally different topics there. Okay? I'm not saying that people that celebrate themselves may not have those traits. That is possible, but don't always think that way, okay? Thinking it's too late. It's never too late to fulfill your dreams, to achieve a goal, to do something you've never done before. You have one life. Tomorrow's not promised. So when is a good time? Make a list of some of the things that you'd like to do. We're closing out 2023. You've got 2024. What are some things you'd like to accomplish? How about this? I'm going to give you a challenge. Write down one thing for each month that you'd like to accomplish. Because... Thinking that it's too late is the wrong type of thinking. It is never too late. Proving your worth. Why do you feel you have to prove your worth? Why does anybody feel they have to prove their worth? For me, I'm not here to impress other people. I'm always going to be true to who I am. Some people may like that, some people may not. Once again, 
that's not my business. That's theirs. I don't have to prove my self-worth to anybody. I know who I am. And don't ever allow someone to make you feel like you're not worthy. You may have seen in some of my blogs or even on one of my other segments, the universe doesn't tell us no. That's a conversation we have with ourselves. So proving your worth, you only have to do that for you. So have that conversation right in your journal. You're worthy. Make that an affirmation. I am worthy. I am worthy of everything that the universe has to offer me. I am worthy of opening up that new business. I am worthy of happiness. I am worthy of peace. I am worthy of serenity. I am worthy of love. You are worthy. Looking for approval. I think we can all think about a time where we were looking for someone else's approval. Especially growing up as kids, we wanted our parents' approval. We wanted to make our parents um, proud of us. And then as we grew into teenagers and adults, it was always that same thing. And then if we felt that they were not proud enough or we felt that we didn't get all of their approval for some reason they didn't approve, what did that do to your self-esteem? Did it do anything? Did it have any impact at all? Are you still dealing with the impact of that? What about as an adult? Your professional life. Seeking the approval of, if you're a leader of your team, upper management, people you work with, approval from friends. Here's one for you. Approval from people on social media. That's a thing, right? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? Looking for approval when all you have to do is look no further than yourself. Look in the mirror every day, every single day, look in that mirror. And just say, I approve. I approve and whatever it is that you approve of. Now, if there's some things that you don't approve of, then you, I would definitely address those issues. <laughs> don't, don't just, you know, ignore that. Please make sure you address those. But remember, you are responsible for your own happiness. You don't have to look for the approval of anyone else. No one. As long, and I want to just put this disclaimer out there, as long as you are not hurting another person, as long as you're being kind, if someone doesn't agree with you or doesn't approve of something, you can hear them out. You can listen. 
and you can have an, a conversation about it. If you didn't approve of something that maybe your, your child did, explain to them why so they understand that. Because there's different levels of approval, right? Because as children, we were disciplined. Our parents told us right from wrong. So think about the type of approval it is. Fear of failure. Wow. We talked about that. Societal beauty standards. So we have social media. And there's a lot going on where we talk about image. And everybody, there are, you know, everybody, some people use filters. I use filters. I'm not ashamed to say that. And the body shaming that goes on is outrageous. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's not even funny. There is no one out here that is perfect. And we think that what we see on social media or on TV, you know, we look at people and we say, oh, they're just perfect. But I'm sure that they, if you really ask them, they will tell you, well, I have this, I have that. We need to stop comparing ourselves to anybody, everybody else, if that's something, if that's a thing that you do. Some people may not even care, especially when it comes to social media and especially when it comes to social media and our children. Children are so impressionable, so impressionable. And I'm not gonna tell you how to raise your kids. I'm not gonna, that's not why I'm here. That, that's, that's your decision. I have my own opinion about social media and the different types of phones and apps that kids should have you know, access to, but that's me. I'm not here to lecture anyone on that. That's a parent's decision. But we need to make sure that we are telling our kids how handsome or beautiful that they are. Are you telling yourself that? I had a conversation with someone today and I said, you know, I really don't like taking photographs. As I sat there and watched myself in the mirror and she was telling me the same thing. And I said, I said, I started to think, I said to myself, Renee, when was it that you started to dislike taking photos? And, and I know when it was. We go through stages in our life where things change and we may not like how we look. And so we shy away from that. But guess what? When all the filters come off, when the clothes that you may wear are hiding certain aspects of your body, when you take all of that off, what's left is the real you. Learn to love the real you. And I'll say this, because I say this to myself all the time, if you don't like the way you look, do something about it. Whatever it is, just do something about it. I am not telling people to go out there and have Botox and cosmetic surgery. That's a personal um, choice. That's, that's not my conversation here. 
But if you don't like how you look, change it. Do something about it. And sometimes it can, it can be just something very, very small. And you'll be surprised how much better you feel. But remember, not everything that you see is reality. Let's talk about avoidance. Things to unlearn. Avoidance. Avoidance to me is about not taking accountability for something. When you avoid something, you're not willing to take accountability for it. That's my take on it. You may have a different take. Think about something right now. What are you avoiding? Write it down. Here's the other thing I want you to do. Why are you avoiding it? Why? Learn to tackle things head on now. Here's another disclaimer. If it is something that is triggering for you, if it is something that's triggering, please make sure that calmer heads prevail. Sometimes not everything deserves a response. It doesn't deserve a, it doesn't deserve a response. So I would not call that avoidance, okay? But just remember don't do anything out of anger. Think about your next move and how you're going to respond to it. Okay? Remember your brand is important. And sometimes people make a split decision and it can change their lives forever just just th- just making that that quick decision and that that quick decision can change your life forever let's talk about this that discomfort is bad. Now I can tell you right now, when I was not feeling well last night, I felt a whole lot of discomfort. <laughs> and I thought it was bad. But I needed to feel that discomfort so I can, my body was rejecting whatever was going on with me. And I needed to feel that discomfort so that I could heal. Okay? I had to go through that that I can heal. So discomfort is not always bad. When you are really doing the work of self-love, I mean really digging down deep, that's not going to always feel good. It's not. If you're doing the real work and facing some of the things that you need to face, That discomfort right there is not bad. That's good because you're healing. You are transforming your mind, your body, your spirit to accept whatever it was that may have felt discomfort, giving you that discomfort and felt discomfortable and and was just uncomfortable to you. If that makes any sense, it was just so uncomfortable. 
I don't like that discomfort. But I had to face that discomfort because here's what that meant for me. Here's what the trigger was for me. And now that I know that, I'm better. Now that I know that I can react in a different way. Now that I know that that's my trigger, I can have a calmer response to it or walk away from it. So remember, there are some things in life that we have to unlearn. Sometimes there are things in life that we have to unlearn that we learned as children. Maybe there were things that your parents did that you don't you didn't agree with. So you do things a little differently. Maybe you had a change of mind about a particular topic or the way you did something. So you have to you had to unlearn that. Think about your professional career. And how there's always change going on. Everything's always churning. Think about life. Things are always churning, right? There are things that we have to unlearn. So with that in mind, why can't we unlearn the eight items I just talked about? Fear of failure, societal beauty standards, avoidance, looking for approval, proving your worth, that that discomfort is bad, not celebrating yourself and thinking it's too late. We can unlearn that. You can unlearn all of it. And then I think you will realize how much more peace you will have within yourself and how you will have more growth, more abundance, more blessings. Your gratitude will go up. Your self-care will go up. How others see you will be different. I'm not talking about their opinion, but how others see you will be different. How you show up in the world will be bigger than ever. You know, We don't always think that we're making an impact. And it'll be the least little thing that will spark. Or you get some knowledge from somewhere and you're like, wow, I did that. I made that impact. And that's a great feeling. I hope that you would think about some of the things that I said and don't forget about the challenge that I put out there. And if you don't remember some of the list I told you to make, just listen to the podcast again. But for now, remember, everything learned can be unlearned. You can learn how to do things a different way. Be kind, keep smiling, And I'll chat with you soon. Ciao, ciao.